Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Let's Watch Podcast. I'm your host, James, with my co-host, Carolyn. Hello. And we're talking about Carolyn's favorite horror movie of the year, Candyman. Candyman. I don't know her opinion, but I assume that's the truth because she loves abdominal muscles. I mean, I don't even know if I notice the abdominal muscles in this movie because I will say it's a very dark movie and I watched it in the daytime, so I couldn't see half of what was going on. Oh, it was not dark for me. It was very, I easily saw everything. Well, fine. Um, Candyman, a sequel to the horror film Candyman in 1992 that returns to the now gentrified Chicago neighborhood where the legend began. Sequel? I, yes, I agree that it was a sequel. See, I thought it was going to be a remake and that's actually something that I really liked about it. So I watched the other um, Candyman, I don't know, probably about a month ago. All of them? Um, hmm? All of them? No, 1992. Um, <laughs> so not... Not those, not the direct sequels to that one. No, God, no. I had never seen any <laughs> Candyman. So I watched the 1992 and then I saw this one and I thought it was going to be a remake. I mean, I've seen The Hills Have Eyes and then The Modern Hills Have Eyes. And yeah, that's yeah. a direct, like almost shot for shot remake. This one, I really appreciated that they like, they told the story of the first one. Like they connected to the first one throughout the whole film. Um, in a way that if you haven't seen the first one, you still understand what's going on. But if you have seen I, the first yeah. one, you're like, ah, oh, yeah, that lady. I haven't seen the first one in probably like 15 years. Yeah. So I don't really remember a lot of it. But I feel like this is a... I didn't feel like I was missing anything by not remembering any of the first one. It tells me what I need to know. Mm -hmm. Well, that's the thing. I thought it was the perfect balance because a movie comes out like years and years and years later you don't want to have to have seen the 1992 version to understand it. But I also really hate when they do remakes that you're like, well, I've seen the original, so I know exactly what's happening in this one. And I felt like they skirted the line of both of those really well because um, mm -hmm. it rewards you for having seen the first one, but doesn't take away if you haven't. Yeah, it's like a, a reimagining or a modernization yeah. of the 1992 version. Well, and Candyman's a legend, so it makes sense that the legend grows over time and now has come to incorporate that grad student that was in the 1992 version. Yes. It uh, stars Yahya Abdul-Mateen II mm -hmm. as uh, the lead, and then mm -hmm. Tiona, Tiana Paris, and then Coleman Domingo, uh, I would say, are the other two, and then everybody else is pretty small parts. Maybe Nathan mm -hmm. Stewart-Jarrett as... Uh, Tiana's brother in the film is has a part, but it's mostly just uh, Yahya Abdul-Mateen in this movie. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, and I think he's a very talented actor. I like him a lot in everything he's done. And mm -hmm. he is about to be one of the biggest movie stars in the world with the roles he's got coming up. But I don't know if his character worked for me in this film. Me neither, because I don't know. At I had a hard time figuring out who he was as the artist, yeah. Um, which made it hard for when he starts to devolve. It made it hard for me to understand that because as an artist, he already felt a little bit unhinged. <laughs> yeah, um, and they kind of fast forward to the getting to the Candyman part, which I appreciate. Like, let's mm -hmm. not waste time getting to the brutal murders in this film, which there are a plenty. Uh, yeah, and they're all very well done. They spent. A, they did a. They did a really good job with the murders, which is a weird sentence to say. Um, mm -hmm. 
but I had no idea. I like I we know he's like a artist who's got like artist block, a painter that's got like artist block right now. Mm-hmm. But that's all you really know about him. Like you don't know much about his previous work. We see one photo or one painting, mm-hmm. and it's like okay, so he is, you know, kind of doing what the movie's doing, where he's commenting on social issues mm-hmm. around race. But that's kind of all there. That's all we know that he does. And then it feels like this movie also like really wants to critique like the art system and universe. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. This movie and the original movie, they address like blackness and the black experience and gentrification. This one, I think, does it more than the first one. I don't know if it does it any more successfully, if I'm honest. The, this uh, because, entire yeah. movie's of that. Yeah. Well, but they also suddenly started trying to make it like they tried to start using art as a metaphor for gentrification, which I thought was strange. Just yeah. talk about what you're trying to talk about, you know? Um, like the, the rest of the movie isn't afraid to talk about that. So why is that the thing there? Is it specifically to show that that, like, that critics full of shit, but then do you hate critics? Like, what's the point of that? Yeah. Well, yeah. And I found him as a character strange because at the beginning, even when he has the artist block, he seems so normal. Like he seems like a normal, nice guy. But then all of a sudden he gets, he hears one story about Candyman. He hasn't even met Candyman or become Candyman. He, and then he becomes like obsessive. And you're like, this is not the guy we saw. Like he would have been more frustrated about the artist block if this weird obsessive guy was the guy that is him, you know? Yeah. It felt, it, I thought my inference of that is like, it was, he was like, like once he got stung by the bee, Mm-hmm. He got became like infected or something. Well, for sure, he, but he became obsessed with Candyman just from hearing the story. He did, yeah, that's and true. and that didn't make sense. <laughs> well, it it makes sense with the like ultimate reveal at the end is that he's the baby, right? Yeah. It's like, oh, okay, so this was always going to happen to him. I guess is what you're telling me. Yeah. But so I should say I really, really liked like the first hour of this film. Like I yeah. was with it. It was like, this is fucking cool as shit. The kills are like cool and artistic. And they, you know, it's kind of has like the same filming style of a Jordan Peele movie, but it's a little more artistic. Like they're Mm -hmm. taking chances with stuff. Mm -hmm. And then he has a conversation with his mother. Yeah. Okay. This is exactly the issue I had with the first movie too. The story is cool. They're talking about gentrification. They're not shying away from it. Um People don't trust the cops. And in the first one, they don't trust this white grad student who's running around. Like, they're, they're like, nothing good is going to come from this. Yeah. Um, and then the character starts to devolve. And I'm still into it in both movies. And then they get into the weird folklore of it. And I'm like, out. Because it's a little bit too confusing. <laughs> yeah. And I think partly why it doesn't work for me is that the way they're telling us this folklore is through, like, paper cutouts. They do that in the original too. So I think that was an homage to this. It worked better for me in this one, partly because they were more consistent throughout and also because it was a story about an artist. So I'm like, okay, that mm-hmm. makes sense. In the first one, it was like shoehorned in in a weird spot and it was just strange. Then they showed I a thought, mural on the end. It was weird. Yeah. So I initially thought that the paper cutouts were going to be like the reveal of his like ultimate art piece at the end of the film. Mm-hmm. It was like, this is his version of like, this is how he's decided to tell this story. Mm-hmm. Uh, which it isn't, but like they, they're dumping, like that's where they give you like the lore and they're just dumping it on you in that yeah. point. And you know, I, maybe it was just me, but I felt like by the time we get to the mother, I was like, did I miss a lot of that? Did like, was I just not paying attention or did I like not listen for like three seconds? And then I've I missed the, the entire point of this movie because yeah. hit him, Yaya Abdul-Mateen and it's Vanessa Williams is the mother, right? Mm-hmm 
are both like they're acting incredibly in that scene but i just was like this movie suddenly all got really bad all of a sudden like what mm-hmm. happened like i don't have an, i it's like i understand that you're telling us he's the baby but i have like no emotion to that at all because i don't know who the woman was that was that kidnapped the baby all i've ever seen of them is a paper cutout and i understand you're trying to like like at that point i realized they were trying to like build the legend of like every so often every year this happens and mm-hmm. they become the new candy man or a part of the candy man a new person in like that can be candy man or whatever mm-hmm. uh and i was like oh, okay so this doesn't work right like this seems a little contrived i got a little bit confused honestly and it shouldn't be that confusing <laughs> No, because when you explain it, you're like, that makes sense, but it's really confusing in the movie. It's because they get so caught up in the kills and, like, they did a lot of slow burn and, like, you see <clears> – <throat> they do a lot of build up. Like, you see Candyman appearing in the mirror to him. You see the bees and they do all this build up. So the reveal felt a little bit flat but also kind of confusing because the reveal was not that straightforward. No. I Yeah. Like, from then on, it, I just wasn't that into the movie. And then it's revealed that, like, the laundromat dude is, like – insane why was he so crazy i have no idea like i i like this is the uh, this is bad it's like i've only ever seen coleman domingo in like kind of pulpy movies right Mm -hmm. where it's like this dude is like smoking on a cigar or it's like really campy and it's like is this man a good actor i don't know but he seems like he's like a lot of fun probably Mm -hmm. and i liked it in this movie is like oh He's actually very ta- like very talented. He's like uh, given a lot of stuff to do as like mm-hmm. who that character actually is. But then they reveal him to be like he had this whole plan and is like kind of a psycho that you had like no idea of, and you're like, what? Well, this it is didn't what this fit dude is. Movie and like <clears throat> I couldn't rationalize also- it out because he's like, oh, and now the cops are gonna come and shoot you and da 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 da. And I'm like, okay, I don't know if you're trying to like the man that said don't trust the cops. Than- yeah, I think that's what it was, but it didn't make sense with the story. I'm like, well, why are you gonna get the cops to shoot? him it it didn't make sense and that's where i was like i feel like this movie and i i'm gonna the way they end this film i liked a lot actually Mm -hmm. of them of her being able to like weaponize the Candyman myth against these police and they're like brutally murdered in -hmm. front of her that but like and i do appreciate how they never showed any of the violence against the black characters. Mm-hmm. The only people that we see killed are white people, right? Um. Yeah, I think so. Yes, I. I think so as well. Um, and even then, a lot of them are they're hidden, right? Mm-hmm. We see like the the end results, but we don't ever. There's very few that we see. Like I think it's only the girl at the beginning that we see like the actual murder of, which is a very cool shot. I like. But I just was like, oh, so they want to do more of these is the ultimate reveal at the end of the movie, right? It's like, we're going to, we've opened up the Candyman universe and now we can make as many as we want. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, that's not where I saw the ending of this movie going because I thought you were going to give it like a definitive ending. Yeah. Instead of being like, and that's the only time we see Tony Todd. Yeah. Because it's Uh, like Candyman, but in, in, New person's body. Well, he's one of the candy men now. Yeah. There's whatever one. The one that uh, Anthony sees all the, the time. Candyman Hive or something like that? Yeah, they call it the Candyman Hive. The one that Anthony sees all the time is the uh, the last one that was killed. Mm-hmm. Sherman Fields. We, yeah. 
uh, and we get reference inferences to others, but we only see Sherman until the very end of the film when we see uh, the one Tony Todd plays. And I was like, oh, okay. And it just kind of left me like a little ambivalent and I didn't really care a lot, but I thought everything in this movie was very cool and all of the production is very well done. Yeah, I think it was just a little bit muddled, I would say. Um, and man, oh, at the beginning, there were some really cheesy lines. I don't know what was going on there. Like the whole the art, art critic and his student and things. It just seemed so like the whole rest of the movie was a little bit more careful and like uh, not ridiculous. But that was like straight up horror movie trope. You're like, oh, this guy is disgusting and he's dating his student. And like. Man, the lines were so cheesy. The girls are like, shut up, bitch. And I'm like, no one says that. And then she dies. And the you don't art- like boof? Well, and then, and then that guy is like, <laughs> must go faster, must go faster. And I'm like, who says that? Literally no one. Yeah, it's... Uh, it was weird. <laughs> I, like, I didn't like the critic scene when she's like critiquing his arc at the gallery that causes him to get drunk and like i guess start the whole candy man no he'd already started also who would say that like who would blatantly say that yeah right but i did like the scene of them together in her apartment yeah well but she felt like an entirely different person like she felt more realistic and Mm -hmm. i liked him like him in the apartment too and it's like the like we know like there's so much good in this movie. Like we see, like she goes into the bathroom. We don't know if she sees it, but then he mm-hmm. starts appearing to Ant. Like Candyman starts appearing to Anthony, mm-hmm. right? And we're like, oh, well, we know where this is going. And I initially thought it was like, oh, this is gonna go as like Candyman is killing these people, but Anthony's gonna get blamed, even though he didn't do it. And it's gonna yeah, be so like, too. I assumed because they said Sherman was killed by the police, Anthony is gonna get killed by the police, and then somebody else is going to die, and they realize that. Anthony didn't do it, right? But there's no justice because of, it was a black man. Well, I appreciate that they didn't do that, though, because that is actually the plot of the first one. Um, Candyman keeps killing... Candyman kind of falls in love with this grad student in the first one. He does, yeah. <laughs> and then... But she keeps getting blamed for the murders because he keeps killing people around her and, like, in some cases to protect her. And she keeps getting blamed for it. So I'm glad they didn't do the exact same thing in this movie. Okay, uh, yeah, I I agree with that, but it, it, it's it, for me. It's mostly just the last thirty minutes. I just you know didn't didn't really work work for me. Uh, I got kind of bored, honestly. <laughs> it seemed like a very a lot like multiple quick character turns that mm-hmm. didn't entirely work. Like I'll understand the Anthony one because of he's sick. Um, mm-hmm. All that Burke, no idea why that happened. Still don't really understand it. We get mm-hmm. his mother for one scene. Um, and that's not very well, does not fit with the rest of the film, in my opinion. Mm-mm. Uh, this movie's like so close to being great. It's so yeah. close. And it, it just kind of misses the mark at the end. And now are you, if you asked me if more Candyman films came out, would I watch them? Absolutely. For sure. Well, cause it's more than just like a slasher, which I appreciate. Like, I like that there's a legend. I like that there's folklore. And it's not just like, look at all the cool kills. I I agree with that. It's just, I think it, at the end it becomes about the cool kills. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and then retribution violence. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I liked it. I could, I was never bored like, like you were. I was mostly just kind of like confused at the end. Yeah. Um, yeah. But the first hour I thought was great. I really liked it. I just 
kind of think the flaws that there were there at the beginning in, in that first hour kind of all showed up at the end. Yeah, I agree. It just kind of lost some steam. It did, but uh, I I really liked Naya DaCosta's direction, or like whoever filmed this movie, I was entirely oh, my great, sh- yeah. my shit. Um, I thought Nathan Stewart Jarrett was great as Troy, her brother. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd only ever other seen this man in uh, Misfits, and he plays an entirely different character in Misfits. Yeah, I remembered him from Misfits too. So uh, he was so convincing that I googled after, "Are you queer?" Mm-hmm. Is he? Because I was, uh, couldn't find anything, but his real British accent is uh, closer to Troy than the character he played in Misfits. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, I thought he was great, and he's in yeah. like three scenes. I was like, wow, this guy's so good. Uh, and other than that, you know, the kills are great; they're plentiful, uh, and they're really brutal. It never really spooked me. No. Uh, but it does do cool stuff with mirrors. Like It never spooked me, but I'm never going to say Candyman in front of a mirror. Yeah, hell no. I ain't, <laughs> I, I ain't about that life. No, not the, worth it. The, the 0.00001% chance that he's real, not worth it. It's like nope. they do a good job making that seem terrifying. Yeah. Uh, and I should say they do a, a lot of other stuff. They, do, they play really well with mirrors in this movie of like showing him just in the background, like just peeking out. There's lots of mirrors just in shots, and you can see if he's there or not. Um, the most blatant one I is the elevator, mm-hmm. but it's well shot, well staged, well acted. Just fell flat. Yeah, just didn't connect for me at the end. Um, mm-hmm. You know, kind of. I think this is a common issue with lots of horror films. Hundred percent. Yeah, high concept, less great execution. Yeah, um, I I hope I would like to see Nia DaCosta do more horror films. I'm going to see what else she has coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, she's I don't please don't tell me her age because she's probably younger than me. Hundred <laughs> percent, they all are at this point. No, don't do. I'm not that old. How dare you? You know what she's filming currently? What? The Marvels. Um, she's thirty two. Okay, who? Tiona Paris. I hope I'm saying her name right. Is also in the Marvels. Yes. I also wish there was I more like with her, her character. A lot. I wish, yeah, but I wish there was more of her. Me too. Because there was a lot of her at the beginning and then she just disappeared. Yeah. So, you know, she was really interesting and then kind of the movie kind of forgot about her, which I guess mm-hmm. Anthony does to a part, but they also rely on her at the end. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I wish I had more of this character um, or understand exactly what she did to own this fucking insane apartment. Yes, I know. She's like, I'm an I'm a gallery uh, collector, and I'm like, okay. That's like a three million dollar apartment she has. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It has like three floors. Yep. In downtown Chicago. Yep. Uh, but it's a beautiful. She's in apartment. the Marvels too. I mean, that's what I just said. Oh, I thought you said the Naya, whatever the hell. She Naya Cost is directing, and she is one of the stars of the Marvels. Mm, gotcha, gotcha. She was in Wandavision. A TV show I know you've watched, so you're very familiar with that world. Yeah, I definitely uh, have not watched one <laughs> No, play along. Um, Love yes, and Carolyn. Yes, and she's also in Mad Men. Mad Men. Mad Men. <laughs> she's very you're talented. Calling me on my shit. She's very talented. Uh, mm-hmm. She's, I believe. Let me make sure I'm right about this before I open my dumb white mouth. She was. 
she was in Dear White People, the the TV, the movie. Oh, was she? Yeah, she played Coco. I haven't seen the movie in a long time. Did she the uh, Tessa Thompson version, Tessa Thompson version, um, and she's yeah, great yeah. in that as well. She's great in everything she does, and she is another person who's about to be extremely famous. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's uh, along with Yahya Abdul Mateen, who, if you haven't watched the Watchmen TV show, I would recommend people watch it because uh, he goes full frontal in it for like an entire episode. So really, yeah. You get to see everything. And he's about to be Morpheus in Matrix Reboot. The man is about to be one of the biggest stars in the world. He's in the next Aquaman. In the next Mad Max movie. And the next Aquaman. And the next well, he's the he was in the first Aquaman. Well, I didn't see Aquaman. Again, you gotta just say you've watched the superhero movies because people aren't gonna know if you haven't. (laughs) Now that you've now that you've said it. Yeah. Uh he is yeah, he's going to be probably in everything for a decade and people are going to be like he's in everything mm-hmm. we both loved him in the trial of the chicago seven he was the best part of that movie the only good part yes that's true um and he's in a movie called ambulance what the hell oh it's a jake gyllenhaal film okay directed by michael bay okay um i will say last thing i'll say about this movie and then we can end this he is way too buff for a painter. Or my guy needs to wear a fucking bigger shirt. Because it's like, but see, have he... you seen my pectoral muscles? They're great, aren't they? And I'm like, yes, they are. But they're very, they're there. He he was, he had a creative block though. So all he had time for was working out, you know? He, he couldn't paint. Yeah, but did he not buy new clothes? <laughs> that shirt is too small for him. But it was good though, because Candyman was always like such a big dude. Yeah, he's very physically imposing. Yeah, like a really prominent, especially with his like big furry coat and stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, which they may or may not do put a coat on him at the end of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, but you can find me at James Willix everywhere on the internet except on Twitter where the O is a zero. And you can find Carolyn. At Carolyn Dunk 93 everywhere. And you can send us email at letswatchpod at gmail.com. Uh, and I stream almost every day now because I have nothing else to do in my life. Where do you stream? Uh, at my name, James Willicks, on Twitch. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, right now I'm just currently playing through the new Pokemon game because I am a person driven by nostalgia. Why not? We all are. <laughs> yeah, and the next movies we're going to watch, I'm very excited about this. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Uh, the Power of the Dog, yep. which is a front runner for a lot of Oscar awards, and then the movie event of the year that ooh, I just know Carolyn's going to hate, Titan. I am so <laughs> excited to watch Titan, and we'll talk about it in two weeks because we're taking next week off because Carolyn uh, is going to be tired and I'm has, a busy bee. She's a busy bee. She's got events to do, people to welcome back. You know how mm-hmm. it is. <laughs> She's going to say Candyman five times in the mirror and we'll never see her again. Yeah, I, this is my last podcast. <laughs> He's just looming behind you already. He's waiting. Well, I've said it enough <laughs> times in this episode that uh, he's probably waiting for me to get off. Oh, no. Point. Have you been looking into the black mirror? <laughs> no. Have you been holding up your phone and just saying it that way? I wonder if that would work. One way to find out. 